we are back. And just when you thought that we were going to slip out of the cracks and stand to the side and think that it was all sweet, it was only a time for inspiration, motivation, and cultivation to occur. Tonight on Black Enrichment, I got two strong brothers with me, and we are bringing in the new era. Let's get it on Black Enrichment. As I said, we were not going to sit to the back. I've been sitting back, but this is not something that we can do alone, family. This is all about the network being the net worth. And tonight, I have two exceptional brothers with me. My brother Calvin, doing his own thing and his own brand. I'll give him a chance to explain himself. Let the people hear you, Calvin. What's good? What's good? How y'all doing? And then I got my brother Alex over here on the side doing his own thing. And I'm going to let him delve into his own self here in a little bit. Talk to the people real quick, Alex. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? It's my boys. So what we would like to do is really talk about our experiences from uh, our homegrown experiences and where we are now going into our professional careers, going into our networking avenues in life, gearing up as young black men in their young 20s out here in the early 2020s in this new decade and what this new era means for us and how we are going to stay on code and set an agenda and set the wealth standard as the black standard, as my brother 19 Keys so wonderfully says. So, like I said, I'm going to let these brothers talk to you a little bit and tell them what they're about, and then we're going to talk about forward, what we can do together. So, K-9, what, what, what's the word, brother? Tell them about yourself. Good, what's good? My name is Calvin. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, so, I currently swim up here where I used to swim at Davis Nuggins College. Excuse me, you know, it's been hard seeing a team compete without me for this first year, um, but I'm up here swimming. Alex, what's up, brother? How you doing? Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Well, I'm up here at Kentucky Christian University, born in New Orleans, moved to Houston after Katrina. And I can just tell you, it's, it's, it's a culture shock. I mean, it ain't like home, but the real was going to adjust to it and live by it. On me, for real. And as a brother originally from Chicago, you know, a lot of my family from Chicago going in roots of the Great Migration to Chicago, you know, the Midwestern North and my grandmother's experiences and the reason why I was in Appalachia, West Virginia for a really good amount of my life has also given me a culture shock. And even with, you know, some of the experiences that me and Calvin have had on this campus has -hmm. been one thing. And that that really uh, gets into the topic that I want to talk to. Like right here, these brothers right here stay on code. They are not only on their square, they have their brand together. And there's an importance of code. There's an importance of us networking right now. Yeah. And the same event that Brother Calvin has talked about, we've talked about this many times because we experienced it live on, was when the KKK came on campus. Right. They was literally mm. recruiting. Right. They was on code. You understand what I'm saying? They had their own agenda and reason for what they were doing, what they was doing. And that's the same thing that we have to do because we come from an empowering and loving 
originality and circulation. You feel me, brothers? Right. Say that. Say that. So say that. It, it's a totally different. What's up, yeah, Cat? Most definitely, you know, uh, being from Houston, you know, it, it was it was wild. You know, that's not something. You know, also being in the 21st century, that's not something that I definitely thought I would see in my lifetime. But uh, that, like I said, that definitely opened up my eyes to a lot and what was what was coming forth. It it was it was a life changer, you know, for a little bit. But like I say. At the end of the day, it didn't do nothing but, you know, make me stronger for real. Yes. And Alex, you said that you had transitioned from NOLA after um, Hurricane Katrina. And, you know, yeah. as, as Kanye West so beautifully said, Bush don't care about black people. And we saw how mm -hmm. FEMA stayed on code to not empower and support and assist black people. So with you honestly having that real tangible experience, and I'm seeing you right now holding your brand, staying on code being empowered and motivated. What are yeah. some of the things that has kept you collectively staying black instead of just saying, woe is me, I'm just trying to make it for my own, but you have stayed with the community when you literally saw a community wither away. What, what, what's the game on that? It's really just like, it's no, it's no other way to live. I'm here to live for other humans. I'm here to impact and change lives. So it's like, that's the why, that's the drive to do everything that I can in this world, do everything I can in this life. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And it's like when you go through things, like the things that's abnormal to real life, it's like you you really can't force nobody to believe what you believe. Mm -hmm. And going through the stuff that we'd have been through coming up at North and, you know, living down South, is, I'm glad I'm glad I'm doing it, honestly. Because mm -hmm. it gives me different perspectives, different way of life where it's like, because when we live, we live in our own bubble, our own world. Mm -hmm. And when you go out and go to another world, it's like, okay, all right, I see how people is for real. Mm -hmm. There's an exclusive experience that we all have, too, at the same time, because you in Eastern Kentucky, that's still considered Appalachia. Not even trying to be a region buff on you guys, but the region buffs consider this Appalachia Southeast. Ohio, mm -hmm. Michigan, that's north. Northeast is where your Ivy League is. Yeah. So you even see from regional factor how they separate that, how variants and different things are. You know, I, I think it's good that I, I got a chance to come up here at the end of the day because we are very secluded back at home uh, to, to being in class with other people that look like us. Um, so to go from a class of, what was it, Alice, like 24 people, you know, that look like us to being the only one, that, that's, you know, that's, oh, that's yeah. a huge change for real. And the whole school out of how many people? Oh, five. Our class was like. Oh, we had like we had like five hundred, six hundred in our class. Yeah, predominantly black, African American, but we had a couple African and majority very diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had very diverse. It this the way the school was at that culture around the area is black, as I would say. You feel me? Like it's it's very cultured around the, and that's the crazy part about it. Like you go. You can go 20 minutes down and it's different, like yeah. different people living in that area. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like just mental. Like, like I ain't gonna lie. Houston, where, where I'm at, bro, we ain't really experienced racism like that. Mm -hmm. You know, we ain't really experienced KKK stuff. Like, we ain't experienced that, bro. Like, so coming up here, it's like, and we reading in the textbooks, hearing about it on the, on the news and all that stuff. It's like, all right. Now we're seeing it. Now we're mm -hmm. living in it. Mm -hmm. So how do you really feel about it now that you actually, it hit home? You know, a lot of stuff that we go through, oh, that that's bad. You know, somebody going, oh, that's bad. That's bad. But mm -hmm. until you actually going through it, that's when you truly care about it. And that's the problem mm -hmm. in society. And that go for all races. It just be, it be people that's for themselves. Like you ask me, why, why am I not for myself? Because I know anything that I do for myself 
it ain't gonna last what I could do with other people. Okay. You know, home. Because the polarity, you know there, there's even a polarity in that situation that y'all presented in y'all's lifestyle, right? Because it's one a benefit of the code, of being on agenda, of having a stability protection class of black people that the KKK knows that if I come up in here, I'm not going to make it out because they demand better and they will protect themselves. They're not latching on to a white agency such as strictly the police department because I've seen the brothers down there in Houston. It, it just goes straight up, yep. period. Now, whenever mm-hmm. you're talking about somebody who's been in Appalachia for the last 12, 15 years. Different perspective. Exactly. I see not only white supremacy every day, but so much white supremacy that the covert white supremacy even be throwing me off. Because you see, mm. you're so used to the overt. <laughs> you think it's just yeah. a Confederate flag. And and that's what would make, especially in a Houston community, get you stomped out. But you see... The covert racism is what's eating us alive because it's the bait and switch, benign neglect. I'm a smile in your face and I got the knife behind my back. And see, that's the cross benefit of having that society because we're not truly a protected and empowered class nationally nor globally. So when we talk about secluded areas like that, it is good that we're starting those areas and communities. But the problem is that that's not everywhere and it alters the perspectives that we're living as not only young black men, but what it means in black empowerment, because the code may not mean a strength to you in that secluded area because the code is already there. Yeah. You ain't got to talk about the code. Right. The code is already there. You live by and, it. And over here, I have to outreach the black people with the code as a co-founder of the Black Student Union. And Calvin is the vice president of the Black Student Union now. We have to stay on a constant mission of outreach and constant, as they say, education of the allies about what's going on because That's amazing. it's a it's an everyday thing. Right. And they see that it's happening every day. And we got to keep on saying that. Stop saying that it's not happening because it's happening in these spurts like that. So it's 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 almost the the pick your poison. Right. Yeah. Do you want to have to see it every day to deal with it? Or do you want to have to stay on code so strong in your hometown communities like in Houston where it's not spread nationally or globally in the African diaspora for that to really be successful. Yeah, it's definitely eye-opening, you know, to the fact of like what you were talking about, the, you know, not necessarily staying on code because it's already there, you mm-hmm. know, in Houston. Um, you know, I have taken, you know, leadership positions here, you know, and, and kind of got that feel, not trying to compare myself to Martin, but, you know, that feel of, of everybody looking at you, you know, not wanting you to succeed. Like, you know, in Houston you surround yourself with people who, oh, bro, like, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, let me get that, let me get that, you know, support you with whatever you do. But when you come up here, it's almost like, boom, slap in the face, you know, because it's like now, don't nobody want to see you really win, you know, and, and they talk, oh, yeah, like, we're so supportive of the student, you know, from a college perspective, yeah, this, that, and the third, but when something goes on, like, you know, being in a, in a racial investigation concerning the N-word, not once, not twice, but three times, you know, with one being a professor, it's kind of like, okay, you know, I thought y'all was all about the students, but yeah, the professor's using the N-word, so what are you really, you know, what are you really oh, trying to say? They they protect their own. Oh, most definitely. The, and see, that's just, the system will always protect its own. Because what happened in that classroom was nothing but not only white supremacy, but an act of butt-breaking. I'm going to make you two black students know what y'all about in front of all these white students. You're going to know who you are by the end of this class today. That ain't that ain't nothing no short of buck breaking. 
They still do the same slave mentality tricks and actions with us just a little bit nicer yeah that was uh you know it was sad you know i I definitely didn't think that that was something that that i would encounter in this life but uh moving forward definitely uh to continue you know to step on next i'm talking about when it comes to leadership entrepreneurship you know and definitely when you know when i do go back home it's gonna be more of spreading the code like hey look this is what i've been through you know up north and many of y'all don't know but but this is what needs to happen, you know, because I know what's going on up here, you know, and they they don't like success, you know. So this has done nothing but drive me to be even more successful to let them know, like, hey, y'all y'all are trying to undermine us, you know, of our success, and that is definitely something, you know, that that I'm not I'm not I don't have any patience with, and I'm not standing for because you know I'm better than that, you know. And it starts within ourselves at the same time too, you know. You got to believe within yourself. You can't let certain people tell you what you're not gonna do. When I understood that, <laughs> mental went to a whole different ball game. You know, like, you, you can't tell me what I can't do now. You know, I, I could do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. But at the same time, being in the flesh, yeah. I can do what I want to do. You know, this is just like, what, what's the game? Monopoly? Yep. Like, sure, yep. hey, once I get mine, you know, I, I'm finna, hey, I need a a, a hotel on that property. <laughs> I need all You're that. leveling up because oh, yeah, the tangible right. resources are evident. And that's right. what they really hate. They'll prop up a success story that they want to with no tangible value. One of the real things that just happened that really peed me off was uh, Sister Amanda Gorman, right, on Inauguration Day. You know that sister has some heat. but And and that was too subtle of a speech. And it was, you know, our sister was up there trying to do a thing. She has accomplishments, mm-hmm. but where was the where was the tangible resources of her really saying what you knew was on her heart? Because I've seen her Instagram posts of um, Stacey Abrams in Georgia, right? We was just talking about that the other day. It's blue. That sister was out there going hard. What position did they really give her in the Biden administration cabinet of really resources and wealth? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They will tell her yeah. up and say, look at this. It's a black person. They did this. But where's the tangible success for her? She ain't got no real position where she's taking all that feedback that she was getting from the grassroots, us, on the streets, on the block, right there in the White House for transforming the public policy. That's how they try to separate us right there, too. They try to handpick us out and then play field and house with them. Alex, you over there in eastern Kentucky, home of Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul, home of Eastern Kentucky, we don't want Obamacare. 57% of the state is on it, but we don't want it. If the government paying for it, we don't want it. Playing a sport where the cleat chasers reside. Mm -hmm. What is is the experience like down there? People out here are very, they think they're confrontational until confrontation comes their way. It's like, it's like, I'm going to say all this, like, I'm going to smile in your face, like y'all said before, like, I'm going to smile in your face, but then once you're gone, oh. I'm letting everything I had in my mind while you was here out. Fake love. You don't have to say nothing to me to, for me to tell you what you want. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fake love, but when when it's love though, you know it though. Mm-hmm. I would like I would like to just say like most like most of my team, most of my team Trump supporters. We're not all from the same place. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But my team is my family. We will be a great example of what this world should be like if people would just see how our bubble is and how we live. You know what I'm saying? How we day to day grinding together mm-hmm. and i think it would just be beautiful for everybody just to see that 
because that's really what people just need awareness of how it is. Just being aware of what you're saying and running aware of how you're saying it or who you're saying it to. Yeah. And being here was really, I mean, like it has its downtime. But being black, you're going to have your downtimes. And being a person in this world, you're going to have your downtime. It's just how you going to respond to them times. Are you going to lay over and just roll over, or are you just going to come back and punch again and keep getting back up right. and failing? Do you, do you think the coexisting on the team, because sports has always been about hierarchy, discipline. It's always That's always been the best thing about it. But the interest to win or succeed, or the success within the network and the strength of the chemistry. Do you think it's more of that? Or do you think these are people that are kind of internally challenging themselves to really support and empower you with their privilege? I think I think it's more of a it's almost like when you when you're introduced to a new world or introduced to something that you've never seen before. It's like, okay, I could live like that too. Like, oh, I, I've thought about that, but I've never seen somebody just live by it. Meeting different people that you, you just never met before, that you never know, different perspectives, bro. It's like, everybody want to win. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to win. Everybody, want, want, everybody wants yeah. the same thing. It's really just to reach your full potential. And, you know, some people, some people really reach your full potential. And some people really just live day by day thinking that they're going to reach it by just sitting there on the couch. And that's the kind of people that I'm looking for, mind and soul and heart. I'm not looking at how you look and, you know what I'm saying, where you come from and that shit. It don't, it don't matter. And that and that's how it is on the mm-hmm. team, though. It's more of a a family. Like, I, I couldn't imagine the world if like if the world was like our mm-hmm. team. I couldn't imagine. Like, it's just crazy, bro. We They had us in chains. Like, in mm-hmm. slavery, you, you came to this land and said you were superior. Like, where did right. you get that from? Like who really told you that? And it it blows my mind. But then also, when I when I get around my team, bro, it warms my heart to know that everybody ain't like that. But the people that's like that, bro, look at your own people. Open your eyes. It's twenty twenty one, bro, and we still having to talk yep. about. Oh this. yeah, and and I ask you that to say this family. What they say? Don't do business with family. What y'all mm-hmm. doing right there is business move. Mm-hmm. We can, we, there, there is non-unique things happening. Specifically what, what just happened with Trump. Trump wasn't doing nothing different to black people than what was already being done to black people. And what was that? Being white, not giving a damn. Non-unique, nothing <laughs> new. Right. Beyond, right. And then they started getting us in numbers for this past election because now their collective blocks were taking heat. Yeah. Women were taking heat. We all noticed how the Me Too movement shut up after they locked up two black men. So whenever they're <laughs> are toyed with, we are the number. Malcolm X said it best. We are the ones who decide who goes to the White House and who goes to the doghouse. And that's how that's what happens when we mm-hmm. all come together and then salt. Like well, it's a it's a mutual yes. collective. Yeah. And you know it's also important to understand that your vote matters. You know, uh, getting out to the polls. You know, and voting. Like a lot of people, I hear a lot of people. Oh, my vote don't matter. My vote don't matter. But but do you really understand what voting is? Do you mm-hmm. understand, you know, how much blood, sweat, and tears? Do you understand you the know? exchange for empowerment that the right. vote is? Everybody else has a purpose for why they're voting. The Asians were wanting their discrimination charges to go away, especially through the coronavirus and the pandemic. The LGBT was fighting for their demands, and they had a lot of their tangible resources to support from Hollywood and all this other time since then. 
you take it to the Latinx community and where their demands were. Well, now, when black people demand reparations, we get the runaround. Most definitely. You know, and, and if voting wouldn't have been, you know, that important, it would have been that much fight, you know, to vote. Like, those, mm-hmm. you know, I've been out there, you know, marching, trying to vote. Like, it's definitely a, a reason behind everything. Everything happens for a reason. The, the bait and switch that's really happening right now, we all know um, President's 100 Days is what leaves the legacy. Yeah. Trump's 100 Days was what mm-hmm. carried on for the next four years. I mean, he didn't even really do much in the three last years that he was in office because his 100 Days had laid the foundation and groundwork for what he was going to be doing for that next four years. If that is the correct calculation, and Joe Biden is doing the same thing, and we are seeking, we're actually on agenda. We're actually on code. As soon as the George Floyd bubble popped, we took the streets and said no more. And I'm looking at it now, especially, like I said, us getting them into the White House. Where's the specific resources we back here in school, Calvin. We're right, right before we came to school to move. Oh, most definitely. Holding AKs. <laughs> so yeah. where they tried to give us the symbolism run around and we wasn't running for it. Where's the tangible resources? Where's the actual dollars? Where's the actual tangible programs that is protecting black students? Where's the actual tangible opportunities suppressed over anybody else for us to have business opportunities, financial experience? Is really what really what the code is. I mean. The get yours brand, Calvin. Yeah. That that is that is all not just oh I'm trying to have fun with friends and work out, which is all cool and fine. But there's a financial resource that you're trying to seek through that. We was just talking right before the podcast, Alex, about advertising and the things yeah. that come with that. Trying to create multiple streams of income instead of saying and just this is what defines me as just the sport. Okay. Especially with me and you, Calvin, we got knocked out of what we. Intended to do for a very long career in our sports and had to switch up. That is and true. like you said too, Alex, I had to switch up fast on my feet on the transition from having a traumatic experience like Katrina to bounce back in a beautiful community of Houston to make me who I am. And mm-hmm. it is robbery mm-hmm. of my people if I do not let that experience be a sprout for them. This cannot just be about me. It is bigger than me. Right. This is about the community. <laughs> that's why i definitely you know have kind of switched my mentality um to to using my past as a step into my success you know not for me but for the people you know who are still i'm not gonna say behind me but you know are still in that phase of kind of i guess you could say losing themselves you know so now you know that i have grown and i have matured i'm kind of you know hoping that i have paved that way you know for for other individuals like me african-americans you know to say hey like I'm better than that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not what they want me to be, you know. Um, and so I try to, you know, just kind of live my life and try to inspire, you know, other African Americans, especially up north, because being up, let me tell you, being up north is not built for everybody. <laughs> you gotta like, get your weight up. Oh, most definitely, and, mm-hmm. and that's not getting your weight up physically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit, but I'm talking about <laughs> we talking about mentally. That's a whole different ball game. Because where I ball came game. in at, how I came in as a freshman. <laughs> And how I'm leaving as a senior, oh, I went through hell. But, you know, you got to go through hell to see the rainbow, you know. For so real. It's definitely been for the better. But, but it, yeah, you got you got to put your, put your armor on, you know, most definitely. You know, most definitely. We young. Okay. We, we are in our early 20s. As black men, time is our best friend. 
And I say that because we jumped from the boy stage. Dr. Jawanza Kanjufu said it best that if you stop the boy from becoming a man, then you will have no threat. And his book's Conspiracy to Destroy Black Boys. That's why they come at us so early. That's why they come at us so hard, Mm -hmm. young. They come at our mothers, at our fathers, and try and rip the family apart so that we can't become our own selves. At young 20-year-old men, not trying to figure it out, but actually setting the agenda and the code for not only others to follow, but for us to network together to get through this easier. Because when issues come on this campus, I'm hollering at K-9. When he got something, he hollering at me. Oh, definitely. Alex, you know what it be. You can hit me up anytime now that we didn't click in. K-9 would tell me the same thing. That's how definitely. this episode came to be right now. Right. There is honestly no excuse with the way we come in as hard as we come right now, demanding what we demanding, that we don't get what we are owed. Because we ain't going to tell them what they paid for. We're going to tell them what they owe. Hmm. So, and the only thing right now on this podcast think, is... I mean, like, picking up on what you said, like, it's really not even about, like, when you talk about community and giving back, it's really not about, like, mm-hmm. giving back the money. Like, money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to. You got to have money to survive. But it's like, if you don't get back the yep. knowledge and truly yep. educate people around you then like money is limited but knowledge and education yes. is limitless you give somebody you don't doing a math problem and you get the answer you will have another mm-hmm. problem right after that so you don't know how the steps to get to where you need to be yeah. so you're not gonna have an answer mm-hmm. you feel me like and i as a society as a community as a black community mm-hmm. you know we get greedy mm-hmm. and it, and it, and, it, and and for us to grow you got to expose your right. people yourself to realize that at some point in time mm-hmm. you gotta be selfish, but at some point in time you gotta mm-hmm. be selfless. Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> you got to like to give back to what what you've been blessed with. Like you can't just always want to receive and receive and receive and not give back so, to nobody because mm-hmm. it's gonna come back and get you. And that's exactly you know piggybacking off of that is what I was talking about. You know with with marking that path. You know that I'm going down because I you know going back, you know, also to what that was talking about with being on cold, you know, secluded in our area, you know, it, it you ain't, we ain't have to really depend, you know, on each other as much as what we're doing now. You looking at, at three African-American males on a podcast, um, one from Houston, two from Houston, you know, one from, from West Virginia himself, and, you know, we at two different schools, and you see what we're doing. We're putting each other on, you know, encouraging each other, you know, iron sharp and iron, is what I was told. You know, and, and this right here is a prime example of spreading knowledge to others, you know, who, who may lack in that area or, or who doesn't have that example set in front of them, you know, because it's levels to this. That's literally what, you know, Alex was just saying. It's you can you don't got to have the millions right now. Right. That should be the goal to be able to then have the cup runneth over and then give back. But at the same time, when you have levels. Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs, safety, security, and protection. That's the foundation. Once we have that as a community, once we have that protection, then we can move on to the next level. You get in the intellectual game, start giving it out. Start picking up the young protégés. Start telling the young homies. You got five doctors. Who's going to be the sixth one? Hmm. So that's the same way that it can't just be financially it can't just be spiritually it can be intellectually it can be athletically it can be in other skills and diversified 
paths that you found within yourself that's giving your value. Most definitely. Talking about levels, I mean, Alex, you can attest to this too. I mean, oh, every every break, you know, that we done went home, what what, what we been on, bro? But I'm gonna just say this, bro. It's like it's like every time we come home, it's like I always tell him, I tell Calvin this every time. I be like, <laughs> and, and 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 it's like it's a it's a it's a feeling of a, the process yep. that you finna go through, that the vision that you have for your life. Like it's, it's different than when when you see it, but then when other people tell you that they see it, that's when you know you mm-hmm. impacted people's lives. And 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 it's truly it's truly inspiration is that just has me thriving each day. It's just like when when you know you're doing it for other people and people want you to succeed for what you want to do, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's really indescribable. You know, I feel as though it's more of pick it up and drop it off. You know, we come mm-hmm. up here, you know, they thought they could destroy us. Nah, man, we just collect, we collecting all of that. Yeah, I need, I need that. I need that. Go on, give me that too. You know, because now I'm going to take that you, I'm gonna switch that, use that towards my advantage, and then I'm gonna go back to where I'm from and drop that off. Hey, look, this is what's been happening, and and this is is, is the outcome, or, or this is how you can handle that, you know? Because you know it's easy to cuss somebody out, but when you giving somebody big words that they ain't never heard before as an educated African American male, you automatically winning right there because that's not something that they expect from us, you know? So I think it's very important that we act aside from the stereotype to let them know that this is who we are. You know, and you know that first back, you know that first hand canine. We was yeah. up in the northeast, yeah, tearing them suckers <laughs> up in the bay. Listen, yeah. we pulling out files they ain't ever seen. Okay. Ithaca, get some. Yeah. Cornell, come get some. Penn State, come get some. Like none of that. Hofstra, come get some. Yeah, none of that. Lafayette, talk to me later. <laughs> All day, every day. <laughs> I'm going to give you 350 words a freaking minute down your throat. It sounds like a gauntlet. Get down. Hey, dude, and that's exactly what it was, you know. And for me, that was a a good learning experience, you know, because that's not something that I was exposed to. So that goes back to what I was saying about picking it up and dropping it off. That was something, you know, I talk to people about debate all the time. You know, Alex, I told you, like, where I got all my debate stuff from, you know, and and it comes from another brother, you know, who I'm sitting here talking Mm -hmm. with today, you know, and what has that done? help me with writing, you know, and they, they say that we all can't write, this, that, and the third, you know, but when you're writing going into the newspaper, then what? Then what? Problem then what? problem solving. Yeah. Critical thinking. Yeah. Black men, we over here having a traumatic state every day we wake up. Forget the front door talk. Right. Every time a black man walk up the front door, when we wake up, yeah. it's always something. I wake up and I see crap on my phone every single morning. I've made sure that for the first hour of my morning, it doesn't involve my phone. I don't sleep near it. I don't obsess myself over it because I'm not going to react to something my first moment of the day. Yeah. Just got, I, just, I just got blessed with another day. I'm not going to get stressed as soon as I wake up. Right. There has to be a, a not only, you know, back to the testament of the agenda and the code of conduct, but when it comes to being quick on your feet, because we are always going through this, traumatic state this fight or flight mode always weighing down on us it's it's so important that we network because we move smoother and faster whenever we got the strategy on code and we're relaying just like this conversation has been for the last you know because whenever there's the miscommunication there's misinformation and the misinformation will then translate to a non-existence of information and killing the desire for information. Yeah. Because you think every time you're talking to people, it's just another 
BS thing. You know how they talk about the old heads at the barbershop? Oh, you know, he just BS. He ain't yeah. saying nothing yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the mentality has led us to not listen to the real OGs out here talking that game. Listening to the real brothers mm-hmm. out here talking the game because we get irritated by three brothers talking about who the best rapper locally, but not talking about who got the best record label locally. Yeah. Not talking about who actually dropping the most mastered and rights and publishing of their music locally. Right. As as far as as far as I'm concerned, you know, the money talks and the BS walks, and especially whenever it comes to us black men, the code is important. The spiritual health and wealth is important. The financial success is gonna come if you treat your young twenties the right way. Hey, and, and I think that comes with, with what's that word? You know that I said for the summer, Alex. Consistency. Mm, with consistency comes results, mm-hmm. and that's with anything that you do. You know, definitely that that's 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 word of the year, word of the of the century, or the decade. That that's now you can put that on my forehead. You know, a a. And as we are human in the flesh, you know, sometimes we do become a little inconsistent and, and that's normal. But what are you doing to get back on that consistent track? That's why I said you can put it on my forehead, you know, because like I tell some of my clients with my business, you know, what are your goals? And and I not only what are your goals, but I need you to write down what are you doing to attain those goals? Because mm-hmm. that's most important. Anybody can write down the goal. Any, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Oh, okay, what you doing to become be millionaire. a millionaire, you know? Yeah, it's definitely consistency. It ain't even it's 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 the the consistency is something that you already right. have in, in you already, and and people and that's the that's the you know, saddest part about it that some people's lives are in the graves and they have not reached their full potential because they never want to yeah. stay consistent with their passion, us yeah. stay consistent with what they love to do. What you love to do might not get you all right. the big money and the big bucks right away. If you were if you were easy money, quick money, then yeah. if I had one hand yeah. with a million dollars, straight up, no effort, and another hand with five million dollars a game, but I'm telling you along the way you're gonna lose two mil. What do you what do you think of our people the number one answer would be? True, they're gonna go for the easy for sure, I think. You said you said I'm gonna have five million on the on the way two, two million. Yeah, but I still I mean, got you can, three. No, you're gonna end. No, you gonna end with over five, the how much? Five, but you're gonna lose two mil. You're gonna have you're gonna have to eat. Sure, I mean, <laughs> See, you got right? some stuff to get some. There's an equi- there's an equivalent exchange and everything. You feel me? Yeah. Like I ain't you feel me? Because then I'm still saying nah, I could not nah, could yeah triple that wisely. Mm-hmm. You know, what Kevin I'm O'Leary says the hardest like, thing to do is to make your first million dollars. The second hardest thing to do is make five million dollars. The easiest thing to do after that mm-hmm. is make ten million dollars, yeah. because the rest is all off of investments. Yeah. Yeah. It multiplies <laughs> and it, and the money makes yeah. money for itself. Yeah. And that is not a concept. Yeah. That not only black people really take seriously in the masses. But whenever we talk about the traumatic experiences that we're always going through in the fight or flight mode, not only are we going to have to go through that, but the promise that in the game, like the stock market, you're going to dip and you're going to shoot to the moon. Yeah. But you with that trying to stay consistent, you got to understand you got to be level. You can't get too low. You get too low. It's hard to get up. You get too high. You're going to crash down. So it is a desire to stay consistent and maintain 
And especially whenever it comes to financial decisions or even critical thinking decisions like the one that I just presented upon us is that it's going to take a little bit. Yeah. But you got to understand that with the chiseling of the sculpture, if you were a sculpture, feeling the pain of a chisel hitting against you, why would you quit so early in that process when you know what you're about to become? Hmm. You, you'd have seen a sculpture before. How much chiseling you think have been done on some of the most beautiful sculptures that you've seen? Say that. Exactly. That is, that is, that is pain to the, to the foundation of that structure. But what it has become then is what everybody marvels at. And that's what creates the value. Yeah. That's why it sits in a museum. That's so. why it resells and sells so. for such and everybody wants it. But there's only one of that. Yeah. The demand is high and the supply is unique. Hmm. That, that just goes with quality, you know, over quantity. And we sure. are a unique people right. that have gone through a fundamental unique experience, experience in 500 years of oppression. When we laid down the foundation of financial success in Mansa Musa, when we laid down the foundation of morality and practicality of how to live amongst each other with three golden civilizations, as Dr. John Henry Clark says, the only empire to do it ever in history, ever, the most loving people of their origin in humanity. Jeez. So what? So if three brothers can get together, what's holding the rest of us back? Yeah, and and I think that's a good question. Um, you know, and I think a, a lot goes into that question as well. You know, um, I think greed, you know, goes into that question. Um, you know, uh, uh, definitely being selfish to to a certain extent goes into that question. You know, um, but a, a, as far as me, what 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 is holding us back? Um, you know, honestly, it's really nothing. You know, not nothing is is holding us back. To the point in which we can't go get, you know, um, like nobody's physically, you know, saying, hey, like, or holding you down, you know, bondage, like saying this, that, and the third, you know, like it, it's, it's, it's what we've been on, you know, during the summer of, of mental game, you know, it, what, what do you want out of life? Like, are you, you finna go get it or are you gonna let somebody tell you that you can't do it, you know? So, I mean, it, it's sad, you know, that, that some of us, you know, have kind of like that, that, that mental, you know, bondage, but but that just goes along with what we were talking about, you know, with spreading that knowledge, you know, uh letting people know that hey, like like I say, you 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 can do more. You can amount to anything that you put your mind to, you know. And I think also, and Alice could touch on this some more, you know, is Eric Thomas. You know, Eric Thomas, I talk to everybody on my social media is about Eric Thomas. That man there, you know, is a great example of spreading knowledge. That man there and is so authentic with his experience and will tell you where he came from. Eric Thomas came from the bottom, came from the bottom, and now he's the number one motivational speaker in the world. You think somebody gave that to him? Hmm. No. Anybody just say, oh, yeah, here you go, number one motivational speaker in the world. No, that man had to go through some things to get to where and the you know, support he, he had. Right, you know, to get to where he is today, you know. And, and that man has helped me so much. Mm. And I pray, you know, one day I do get a chance to meet him, to tell him, you know, how he has helped me within my journey, of especially being up here, you know, up north. I mean, it's been it's been huge, you know. Me and Alex definitely, you know, uh, will listen to him, you know, just in the car. Like some days when we was working at Walmart, we'd be listening to Eric Thomas. Mm -hmm. And most people, you know, will think, Oh, they probably not listening mm -hmm. to trap music, blah blah blah. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, nah. We 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 built different. What I say, I say that all the time, bro. Everybody not built the same. 
you know, hey. and, and that's where it starts. You know, you got to start from somewhere. And just with, with three brothers, can it expand to six? It can expand to nine, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so on, you know. You know the multiplication is vital. Yeah. It is a must. It's a must. It, can, it, it, it can't, the single burden can't be carried by one person, and nor can the greed be given to just one person. It has to be a collective mm-hmm. community and what's supporting. And like I said, you know, Eric Thomas also had a pretty good support group that he sought after. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we just said we get in that, that vacant self-esteem and say, well, it's me. Somebody come over here and help me out, be my friends. But we're not really searching for the correct peak value individuals that we need to really sharpen that iron. Right. And we are. We, come there on. is times where we are emotionally unstable to where we have this lonerism state because of the trauma and the inherent condition that's been passed down to us but i am telling you right now if you are listening to this podcast if you are in the voice of the sound waves of the frequency anywhere in this universe i am telling you right now you got us three and you have somebody in your proximity that you will find in due time that will be your support system and the network and network that you need to go to the next level Say that. Come on. You will. Yeah. You will. Manifest. When you manifest and determine and you seek it, because it was a time where I didn't think it was no other brothers on this camp. Right. <laughs> but I bet you my freshman year, when I thought I was going to be a, a runner for the rest of my life and a coach, somebody was probably thinking that about me. When's this brother going to wake up? When he going to hmm. snap out of When he going to realize that it's time to get your weight up in other things than just one? Hmm. Don't stay stuck in the system. Don't get caught in the matrix. Yeah. Branch out, live out, be be bigger, be better. Yeah, understand, yeah. understand the light within you. Y'all talking about manifesting, boy? That's that, that's something that people no yeah. don't need to take lightly. <laughs> Do not take that lightly, because if you only mm-hmm. take that lightly, you playing your own self. Talk talk positive things about yourself. Talk the blessings on yourself. Like I manifest throughout my day about. Things people won't even imagine, just because right. it's like I'm not on with everybody else on. I'm not, I I'm not on with everybody else on. Like, and like Calvin talking about, we build different, and yeah, we build different. But it's like I'm not yeah. doing nothing different that nobody else can do. Like, if you don't mm-hmm. see it for yourself, then you the problem mm-hmm. because you and don't want to see it. Like, and when you identify, you got to envision. You have it. to move to solve the problem. Hey. Is there white supremacy? Yes. Okay. Right. What you gonna do about it? Uh, sit on the couch and complain. Right. No, get your butt out there. Okay, it's white supremacy. <laughs> you ain't get the job. Cool. I know you got something on the brain. All right. You got some. You got some peanuts your mama like to make. Bag them Jones up. Go out. Go out to the park and talk to the people. Come on. You got a silver tooth when you want to ask your mama for twenty dollars. Talk to them people that same way. Get out there and keep on moving. Yes, on. we have identified the problem that there's racism. Yes, we have identified the historic trauma that we've been through. Where's the next step? Do I need help? Go get it. Do I need money? Go get it. Do I need spiritual health and wellness? Go get it. Go get it. Every single second of the day, you better be going to get it because they are not going to give it to you. Right. That, that's something that, that that's a threat. You know, being a knowledgeable black man, don't put on a suit. <laughs> don't put on the suit and look good in it. Yeah, and then you know, speaking, speaking, speaking that truth with, with education behind it. You know, hey, 
You ain't gotta have you know too too many abbreviations behind your name to be an educated black man. For real, most definitely. You don't gotta have a whole alphabet right after your name. You know, and, and don't say I'm not trying to convince you, you know to do that. If you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, definitely. You know that that we're not here to discourage you. I'm just saying that you know understand with that comes great responsibility right. and accountability of right. what you have. Right, and that just goes along. You know that, bro. Don't don't like Alex say. Don't limit yourself. You know, like, like you better, you, you better. And beyond that, it just takes, you know, it might take somebody to bring that out of you, which is okay. Because once they bring that person out of you again, that goes back to spreading knowledge. You know, mm -hmm. you take that, what you learn, what I say, pick it up and drop it off. Fellas, one last thing. What are we going to be doing at 30? What are we doing at 30? What are we, what are we going to be doing at 30? No, what we going, what we want to do. What could we do? Where we want to be? What are we going to be doing at thirty? This is the the baton is in our hands. So what I'm what this is what I'm gonna be now. doing at thirty? I'm gonna be playing in the major leagues for any team, giving back to the community, mm. being there for people that ain't even lived yet, blessing, impacting, mm -hmm. inspiring, motivating, leveling up spiritually, mentally, and physically in life, and just giving back to my whole. <laughs> My whole heart, and that's everybody, like, bringing everybody up. Like, this is – I told my people this year, like, our lives were finna change, and I ain't even 30 yet. You feel me? Like, I'm speaking yeah. it right now. Like, I'm working so hard in my 20s and my 30s. I'm not doing nothing. My people not doing that. We're not worrying yeah. about nothing. We, At that point, we, we focus on blessing other people because we got so much. And it's not even it's yep. not even about us, so we just gonna continue to bless and bless and bless and inspire, and it's just gonna transpire into things that people have not even seen before, the things that they call impossible. But what God the impossible doesn't exist, and this everything is possible. Mm. Mm. So, mm. and we talking about Say all that. this, the racism, the discrimination, the the all the trouble that we've been through, and it will come to an end. It will. I'm gonna speak it now. A change will come, but in due time. Most definitely, nothing happens overnight. It may not happen in this decade. Right. It may not happen. I don't even know when it may happen, but it's going to happen. Nothing stays constant forever. You just got to stay consistent. Yeah. And with consistency, anything is possible. <laughs> and like, it don't matter what. And, and if you're listening to this, like, believe in yourself and everything that you want to do in life. Because like, like Calvin has said something about people telling you that you could do something and all that, like, People could tell you whatever. Your mama and your daddy could tell you that you could be whatever you want, but until you believe that you could be that, you will never be what you're yep. supposed to be. And mm, if you're waking mm, up every day like, ah, I got to go do this, ah, I got to do it, then it ain't what you're supposed to be doing. Your job don't define you. That's not your yep. purpose. If it's a job, then it's mm -hmm. not your purpose. Your purpose is something that you love to do, yep. that you wake up and you like, you can eat without doing it. When you, you, you can sacrifice everything to do that. That's yeah. what that's your purpose. That's your passion. That's what you're here for. Everybody got a reason. But if you don't believe in your reason, your season will never come. Believe in believe in, believe in what you want. Believe in what you want. Manifest in what you want. Because your life matters. Your vote matters. Your voice matters. Use it. That is true. Do not be complacent in the things you're doing. The people that's around you, if you gotta move, then move. Because if they ain't with you, then they're gonna be lose without you. So you're gonna have to keep it moving. Mm -hmm. Keep moving in your life. Do not stay complacent. If the things you're doing yep. keeping you average, then you're not doing what it needs to be great. If you're talking about being great, ET said it yourself. You can't be great. You can't say you're gonna be great and do average things. Change your habits. Change the things that you say. Watch the things that you say. The people around you ain't for you. <laughs> if you want me to be honest, you went down tonight asking people are they for you. 
They could say anything. Mm-hmm. I like to see actions. This is how I live. This is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This ain't a movement. This is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And if you own this lifestyle, then you're going to get with the wave and ride the wave. Believe in yourself. Stop letting people tell you what you're going to be. You be what you want to be. Be you and they will adjust. Mm. <laughs> they ain't going to have no choice. They ain't going to have no choice. They ain't going to have no choice. Not at all. That man, they're speaking. But I, uh, you know, honestly speaking with you, um, when it comes to what I think I'm gonna be doing at 30, I, I, I can say what I will be doing at 30, and, and that could be completely hmm. different. Stay there. It, it would be completely honest. Stay there. But I, I'm not saying that in a sense of, of that I'm not doing nothing right now to work towards my 30s. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I can tell you what I'm doing right now, which is practicing what mm, I preach, come on. you know what I'm saying? So that, that comes with consistency, mm-hmm. you know, um, I am shooting to be a black entrepreneur, you know, um, and with my entrepreneurship is going to be within fitness and nutrition, you know, so I have, you know, a couple of things lined up, you know, that I'm doing to get my business off the ground, um, you know, but one thing, you know, that, that I stick very firmly to, which is my slogan is get yours. Get yours does not only... You know, it started, yeah, it started in the weight room, but that's not something, you know, that is confined to the Say weight that. room. You Say know, that. that that is with everything in life. That's with your education, you know, your relationship. That could be intimate or Come friendship. On. You know, that that's with whatever you're doing. So, you know, with that, you know, a, a lot of people are, are worried about what everybody else doing. Well, don't get so caught up and worried about what everybody else doing that you miss yours. Get, you, get yeah. yours. Yeah. Get yours. You know what I'm saying? That is very important that you get yours. You know, um, but along with that, you know, I would my, my business will be strongly centered around, you know, mental mm-hmm. toughness. You know, a lot of people are, are defeated mm-hmm. mentally. Like you, you waking up in the morning already complaining. Or or oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. Why? You know, why? Why you can't? You know, like, come on now. Like so. That's something, you know, that that I am doing right now, um, you know, that is very fun. You know, it's a learning experience for me. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to keep keep practicing what I preach, you know, uh, with a heavy emphasis on consistency. You... So by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be – I tell you what, though, by the time I'm 30, I will, I will be a successful African-American male in the United States of America. I can tell you that right you now. You had said – you had said uh... – what you what you saying that you you doing may not happen like God may have another plan for you and I had just tweeted like a day ago that saying like do what you want to do and combine your great combine your greatness with God and then that that is the that is like your zone your place to be in life you feel me like don't don't feel like God has a plan so what I'm doing right now don't matter no 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 what you doing right now is what you're supposed to be doing right, right. now to get you to another level where you need to be you feel right. me like manifest your life like manifest like listen to the word and feel that word manifestation is the best thing that you can do in your life because you speaking it and when you speak it the world the world it shifts around i'm telling you you got to believe in that though if you don't believe in it it ain't gonna happen facts philippians 4 13 i can do all things through christ who strengthens me and I'm, I'm 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 gonna finish my part you know with this there's a lot of people, you know, who on, on the excuses side of things. Oh, I ain't got time for this. I ain't got it's time important. for this. I ain't even finna have a I ain't even finna have a drawn out conversation about it. Cause it, it to me it boils down to one simple phrase. Everybody got everybody got time to mm-hmm. be on social media. Mm-hmm. Everybody got time to be entertaining all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So guess what? At the end of the day, you have time 
for what you make time mm-hmm. for. Point blank. Mm-hmm. Point blank. Period. You you make time to 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 be like I say on social media. The same time that you make, you can make to be successful. And that's that. You know, that's that. Anybody that is taking care of their money correctly knows you have assets and you have liabilities. Banks perceive you as a consumer to their money based on that principle. Business partners base collaborations and equity stakes based on those conditions. We must be accountable for the same thing right now. Are your liabilities outweighing your assets? Have you taught yourself a fake fallacy, an illusion that your assets are more valued than what they are? How are you actually liquidating or for the late terms, turning that asset into real cash, intangible, instant value right then and there? How are you doing that? And if the liabilities list is a little bit longer than the assets, changing. If the assets are longer than the liabilities section, maintain it and enhance it. Period. That is the standard. That is the standard. We cannot look one thing of income, just financial, just mental, just emotional must be balanced, must be like multiple streams of income in the financial sector as an individual to stay economically efficient. We need to have financial prosperity, spiritual prosperity, emotional, mental prosperity, physical prosperity right. to diversify the income within our soul so that the expenses are not only taken care of, but they are very few. That's the code. Brothers, it was a blessed time and occasion. Definitely. Thank you. Needed Thanks this. for having me. Family definitely needed this. Thank you. This is the meat and potatoes that everybody was needing and waiting <laughs> on. So Thank if you were starved with content, here's the supply. Gentlemen, last words before we conclude. Uh, again, thank you so much. You know, th- this was a pleasure, you know, being on this podcast. Um to my brothers, you know, who, who are up north, you know, and, and, and struggling, you know, hey, stay strong, you know, and to the rest of the people, remember, get yours. To all the people that's out there striving, continue to strive, because I believe in you, so believe in yourself. Go ahead and follow the, the Real Spill podcast at Real Spill P underscore. We out here dropping content for y'all, good content, good content. I appreciate my brother Thad for had me on this podcast. It was truly, truly a blessing. Truly a blessing. Yes, yes sir. Man. Hey, Calvin, what, where can they find you? Get yours brands at. They can find me on Instagram at Calvin with a K underscore spells, S-P-E-L-L-S underscore. So in whole, at Calvin underscore spells underscore. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, sir, boys. I appreciate it. I do believe in socketry. So I will have these brothers cash apps on it. Because you got to sock it to the pocket to keep on making it. All right, boys? Because we got to make it to the moon. Get that rocket power. Y'all from Houston. Y'all know a little about Ralph's Say that. Say that. So, 
I'm going to have it. Sock it to my boy's pocket. All love to the family. All love the Afro-Latchians trying to make it. Natives, the ones who are now new Afro-Latchians and my brothers from being from the South and everybody in the whole Pan-Africanism diaspora. Be blessed, family. Peace, peace. Be blessed. Get your... In the streets, player, get your mail. It's only two places you end up either dead or in jail. Still know where to go. Still know where to go. Still know where to go. Now throw your hands up, hustlers, busters, boosters. Oh, everybody, break that.